Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's me. Thank you, Josh, very much indeed. And good morning to you all. It's lovely to see you. Um, well, we finished HCC Daily last week with Paul in Troas. You may remember uh, Roz uh, was talking about the bit where uh, Paul preached for so long that Eutychus stopped listening. He fell asleep and he fell out of a window and died and was miraculously brought back to life. Thankfully, I've never preached so long that someone's fallen out of a window. Uh, I do have a friend who once preached at an old people's home and um, one lady fell asleep and fell off her chair, uh, but she didn't die, so that was okay. Uh, I think the strangest thing I've ever had was a man coming into the church dressed as a giant angel while I preached. Um, with water pistols and as I preached uh, to about 150 people he was sort of prancing around the room hiding behind pillars uh, and then jumping out from behind pillars and squirting his water pistol at people Uh, no one listened to a word I said but they certainly didn't fall asleep either so uh, there we go now before um, I read what happens next after this incident of Utica's falling out the window let's look at a map and Josh is going to put up the map for us and just remind ourselves um Uh, what has happened in the last one and a half chapters and it's the last few years. So if you look at the map, you'll see there in the right um, Antioch in Syria. And uh, over the last couple of chapters, Paul has travelled through Turkey uh, going west um, to Ephesus. Uh, You'll see uh, Ephesus there um, in the left-hand side of Turkey. And he he spent quite a bit of time in in Ephesus, two years in fact. Um, And uh, we hear in Acts quite a bit about that. We heard that over the last couple of weeks. And then he's travelled very um, all the way through Macedonia, so going further, um, further west, uh, all the way down then to Greece to Athens. He spent three months in Athens. Um, there wasn't much said about that; it was just one verse in um, in the previous chapter of Acts. And then he's gone back um, all the way up to Troas. You'll see Troas there um, in Turkey, the the um, the yellow bit at the top of Turkey, uh, Troas. And that's where the boy fell out of the window. And then what we're going to see in our passage today is we're going to see Paul with Luke and others heading south uh, down the edge of Turkey from Troas uh, round to Miletus, which is just south of Ephesus. You'll see it there. It's just south of Ephesus. So let me now read um, the passage for us just so we can picture where he's going. So this bit from Troas all the way to Miletus. And it says this. Uh, Luke writes this. He says, we went on ahead to the ship and sailed for Assos, where we were going to take Paul aboard. He'd made this arrangement because he was going there on foot. When he met us at Assos, we took him aboard and went on to Mytilene. The next day we set sail from there and arrived off Chios. The day after that, we crossed over to Samos and on the following day arrived at Miletus. Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus to avoid spending time in the province of Asia, for he was in a hurry to reach Jerusalem, if possible by the day of Pentecost. From Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church. When they arrived, he said to them, You know how I lived the whole time I was with you, from the first day I came into the province of Asia. So there we go. As we just keep that passage up, Paul's in a hurry. He says there in verse 16, he's in a hurry to reach Jerusalem. Uh, And yet he's in a hurry to reach Jerusalem, verse 16, but he starts by sending everybody else to Assos in verse 13 via a ship whilst he went there on foot. And presumably he did that because he went, he wanted some time out. 
He wanted some time out just to be by himself with God, a sort of a, a walking pilgrimage retreat, to be by himself with God before this journey to Jerusalem that he's making, a journey to Jerusalem that he's compelled by the Holy Spirit, he says, to go, go on. But he, he goes to Jerusalem and he says, and we'll hear this in the verse tomorrow, knowing that, uh, not knowing what will happen to me, I only know that in every city, he says, the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. So that's what he's got ahead. And so he takes this bit of time out, this retreat, uh, before continuing the journey with others. But then as they travel down the coast of Turkey, uh, they get to Miletus, which is about 30 miles south of Ephesus. And there he sends for the elders of the church in Ephesus. You'll see uh, that in verse 17. He sends for the elders uh, in the church in Ephesus. And this place, Ephesus, you'll remember, he spent two years in setting up the church. And then what Luke records over the rest of Acts chapter 20 that we're going to spend the rest of this week on HDC Daily looking at is Paul's speech to the elders of this church. We've just got the first sentence of his speech this morning. We've got no more than that. Um, but over the um, rest of the week, we're going to see the rest of this amazing speech. And it's exciting stuff. I I've got to say, I'm really excited to travel through it over the next few days, whether that's in real time on HDC Daily or listening on to the podcast later in the day. And here are two reasons why what we're going to see over this week Week as we look at this speech that Paul gives to the elders of the church in Ephesus, here are two reasons that I think it's so exciting. Uh, first reason, number one, discipleship. Discipleship. You know, this is the only speech in the whole of the book of Acts that is addressed to a Christian audience. All the other speeches, and there are plenty of them, as we know, they're either evangelistic sermons or they're legal defences of Paul. But here is the Apostle Paul, the one time in Acts, discipling Christians. So if we want to learn about Christian discipleship, this is a good speech to listen to this coming week. So that's the first reason, discipleship. And the second reason is leadership. This is a, a, a speech to the leaders in the church, uh, to the elders. It'd be like Paul calling uh, for the connect group leaders, the staff team, the PCC of HDC to come and listen to him and to learn from him. So if we want to learn about Christian leadership, about good Christian leadership, this is a good speech to listen to in the coming week. And let me finish uh, this morning by just telling you about a moment that happened this weekend. Uh, it wasn't involving the challenges of my children's hamsters, although there have been many challenges there, uh, but it was involving the challenge of Tim Jones. Now, uh, Tim himself is not a challenge most of the time, uh, but he is our wonderful curate in the church. And at the weekend, uh, being a curate in the Church of England means that you it's, it's slightly complicated and whether it's fully biblical is a question for another day, but you have to become a deacon, first of all, when you start being a curate. And then after a year, you become a priest which is certainly the wrong word for it. Um, actually, the word should be presbyter or elder, as in this passage. Uh, Josh, if you just head back to the passage and look at verse 17. Um, the, verse 17, uh, the Greek word for elder there is uh, presbyteros, presbyter. Uh, so presbyter. That is what uh, the, Tim was having a service. And uh, Josh is going to show us a photo of this um, service that happened at the weekend for Tim to become a presbyter, a presbyteros, an elder in the Church of England. And uh, it looks fairly ridiculous, doesn't it? Um, you know, the face masks on, uh, all the vicar paraphernalia, the bishop wearing his hat. I don't think they'd have had that in the early church with Paul. So there are some bits of the service that look a bit ridiculous. But what happened as part of the service, and someone took a screenshot of the live stream on it, and that's what you can see, is that in the middle of the service, I had to lay my hands on Tim and pray for him. I had to do it silently because of COVID restrictions. But you know, the verse that I felt compelled to pray for Tim in that service on Saturday, I'd forgotten, but it comes from the speech of Paul's as he prays for the elders in Ephesus. Uh, and it is a great um, 
a great verse for us all to hold on to and remind. But this is the verse I prayed um, for Tim in this service. It's Acts 20, verse 28. We'll look at it in a couple of days' time. But Paul says this to the elders um, of the church. And at this last slide, he says this, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. That's what I prayed for Tim. But I think it's a good prayer for us to remember and a good thing for us to hold on to, uh, each one of us. He says there two things. Keep watch over yourselves. That's discipleship. And keep watch over all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. That's Christian leadership. Amen. Jago has spoken to us today about discipleship and leadership. And the encouragement for us is to be ourselves with God, to be led by the Holy Spirit, but also to be led to pray for the leaders in our church. To pray for all of the leaders in our church, whether they be connect group leaders, whether they be on the children's team, whether they be Jago and Susanna, the leaders of our church. It's good that we lift up all of our leaders in prayer to God. Ask that they'll be led by the Holy Spirit. Ask that they'll find times of rest. And maybe in this moment as well, you want to pray for our church, for the wider church, for, for the Church of England, for the, all churches preaching the name of Jesus in our country at a time like this, that we will be comfort to people who so need comfort at the moment.